This is episode 63 of the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. Thank you again for joining me. Today, my special guest is Rona Roderick, and she is a passionate holistic healer and meditation teacher. She blends her expertise in energy and sound healing, Reiki, intuitive reading, and meditation to create personalized healing session and group sound baths and meditation circles for adults and teens. Through her one-on-one and group sessions in Los Angeles and online, she helps people find stillness, rebalance energetically, and heal on a physical, mental, psychological, and vibrational level. I met Rona through a friend who introduced us, and we have done several retreats together incorporating yoga sound baths and art and it has been such a healing experience for me and the people we have worked with to incorporate all those modalities together so please stay tuned for this amazing podcast with rona You are listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share with you my journey as an artist. I also interview other artists to share their journey and their words of wisdom. I believe we are all born to create. It just takes a little bit of practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So please stay tuned. Hi, Rona. Thank you for being here with me today. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So tell us a bit more about yourself and about how you got started on the healing arts path. Oh, how long do we have here? Um, so I got started on the healing arts path about five years ago. Um, it was a big shift and a big pivot for me from what I was doing before, um, professionally. Um, but I came to a point in my life where a few different, like a confluence of different things forced me to just stop and take a pause and um, go into stillness really for a couple of months. Um, I had uh, one of my oldest friends passed away um, kind of suddenly from cancer. And um, I also had a sports injury that wouldn't go away. And um, I was just wrapping up a business partnership with a friend and um, and a few other just different things in my life forced me to really reassess and 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 really turn inward for a minute. Um, I'm a mom and a wife and you know involved with various things and um, and I just needed I felt the need to just let everything kind of quiet down so I can listen to myself. So I started meditating a lot. Again, meditation had always been 
a part of my life, but I wasn't doing it consistently at the time, but I just felt like I needed to sit and meditate. So I started meditating. I started going to um, meditation classes and studios again, and um, really just sitting in the stillness, which was kind of uncomfortable. And also, especially since I had a um, an injury in my body, it wasn't super comfortable to just sit and be, but I, I just felt like that's what was needed at the time. So I did that. And in the stillness and the quiet and the discomfort, I started getting messages that what I was doing before, which I actually did like, I was in marketing and business and had my own little consultancy and had worked for startups and nonprofits and the whole gamut, um, corporate also in my younger years. Um, and I liked it. I, I liked doing marketing and communications and um, kind of operations of a, of a small business. Um, but it just started to feel not completely aligned for me. And, um, and so in the meditation and the stillness, I started getting messages that I need to lean into um, these whispers that were calling me to um, go into kind of a spiritual exploration. And, um, and so I did that and I started remembering that my whole life, I was like kind of intrigued by spiritual healing and energy and um and I know that for myself as a recipient um in my 20s I had um an energy healer like a spiritual energy healer that I went to um like every week I had a session I had sessions with her this was up in San Francisco and um and and this served as kind of like my version of therapy. So it was both, you know, in speaking and talking with her and also the energy work that, um, that served as, you know, what for others, you know, people go to therapy. Um, but for me, he, this energy spiritual healing practitioner was, was a therapist in a sense. And, and so as I was going through my, um, my stillness, I started hearing these whispers and calls to kind of go back into that. And it's not to say that I hadn't tried to find healers and things along the way in, in my uh, more recent years, but, um, but I started hearing it as this is what you're supposed to do. This is what, you know, your path is coming to. And as I was saying, I was starting to go to meditation studios and seeing some teachers and gurus, and they were delivering kind of the same message to me. So I felt like there's something here. If I'm getting these insights and whispers and these intuitives around me are getting similar messages for me, there's something here. And once I accepted that and was kind of clear that Yes, I, you know, even though it's weird and kind of like different and woo-woo, um, I need to explore it and lean into it. 
um, really there was no turning back. I, um, I started taking some classes and I, and I became really like hooked on these classes. Like I took um, Reiki, a, a, a Reiki uh, one and two class. And at the same time, I took an intuitive reader class, intuitive energy healing, um, and then a meditation teacher training course. And sort of all really like a couple at the same time and then in like close succession. Um, so over two years, I really just, um, you know, became a student again and wanted to learn all those things, all the things. And it was almost like maybe a little too much all at once. I mean, each teacher told me, just take this class and then decide if you, you know, when you're ready for the next one. But I was just a sponge and I wanted to to absorb and take it all in at once. So um, it was pretty intense. And luckily, um, my husband and my son um, were really supportive. And, um, and that was nice. And I just threw myself into it. And that's how, uh, how I made that pivot and that shift to the um, healing arts. And this is what I practice and what I do for my work now uh, for the last few years. That's so beautiful. And you know, um, what I love is that you didn't let your past or what you were doing prevent you or your age or, you know, like, oh, I've done this for so long you know, how can I go into something else or your fears stop you? And you went into that uh, meditative state and into that silence, uh, which a lot of people, it's, it can be challenging to do that because we are so used to the monkey mind and all the voices in our heads that is just keep talking all day. <laughs> And when you allow that stillness to come and quiet, that's when you can, I feel like, bring in other information and download and be able to uh, see things differently and get bigger messages. Absolutely. With yes. more quality. <laughs> Yes, and um, and I totally agree. It's it's a little scary, um, and you really have to trust. And and I um, and I feel really lucky and blessed that I that I did because I truly feel that um, now I'm in my purpose, and yeah. and that stillness and that sort of. Um, you know, challenging time really led me to it. Um, and it's not to say that like, it hasn't been, you know, hard and it's a little bit lonely on that path too, because people know you um, in, in those other roles and professionally and even personally. And when you make such a big shift and a pivot like a lot of people energies things that you're used to kind of fall off 
your path and off your out of your life a little bit like the universe removes them so you can make room for the new things uh, to come in the new energies and and make time and energy for this new path that you're on so um so there's a lot of um discomfort in it but um if you sit through it and you trust um I mean, at least for me, but I believe for others too, um, it's so worth it um, on the other side to, to actually lean into and, and trust um, in those whispers to, to, to meet or unearth your purpose. I love that. And I feel like when we get too comfortable staying where we are, we don't have as much growth. So being okay with that discomfort mm-hmm. allows you to grow even more. And so I, I love that. Absolutely. And what inspired you to start doing sound baths? Yeah. So, um, so among the different healing modalities that I started to lean into and study and practice um, was sound healing. And this was actually the one training, the one in-person last one that I did pre-COVID. So as I mentioned, I had taken a pretty intense um, meditation teachers course and Reiki and um, intuitive energy healing and all these things over a couple of years. And really the the final one um, that I took in January 2020 was sound healing because I just um, I started going to sound baths here in LA and just loved them. Um, and um, and I was like, I want to learn how to do that, too, because it all, you know, it, it's all connected, you know, the energy healing, sound healing. Um, it's all really about vibration and energy. And so I took, um, a training in, in sound healing, um, and I loved it. And then, um, I started doing sound baths together with my teacher and some other students, um, in person and, uh, and it was lovely and fun. And, you know, I, I got my set of, of bowls of crystal singing bowls and I just loved playing them. Um, and then COVID hit. And all of a sudden the world kind of turned upside down and we all um, went into a bit of uh, isolation and quarantine. And um, and I had previously started doing my one-on-one sessions with clients um, in, uh, you know, giving Reiki and, um, and energy healing and some intuitive sessions. Um, but when COVID hit, we couldn't see anyone and we couldn't have anyone um, in our home. And um, and so for a while, everything just stopped. And it was a big bummer because I had just started building my, my practice. Um, but then um, after a few months, I was like, I gotta, I gotta start bringing something back, both for my own uh, well-being and because I wanted to share I mean I had studied all these healing modalities and was starting to practice them and felt so aligned with it but you know for about six months I couldn't share them 
Um, and so I started thinking, what can I do that's still safe within the bounds of COVID and everything? And I decided I'm going to share a sound bath. I'm going to just invite a few friends to my backyard outside. We were all masked um, and distanced. There were only about, I think there were only six or seven girlfriends there. And I just said, hey, um, I know some of you have, don't know what a sound bath is. I explained what it is. And I said, um, I invited them to come. And um, and they came and we uh, and I had my my bowls out and everyone laid down on their yoga mats in my backyard and I played my first sound bath when I definitely was nervous and probably wouldn't have been wouldn't have done that if it weren't for COVID I wouldn't have felt ready enough and um, but as I was mentioning, because there was someone such a it was such a limiting time and I couldn't share my any other like healing modalities the way I wanted to. Um, I just said, just take a chance. I mean, these are just these are just good friends. If you're not perfect, it's okay. You know, it'll be okay. And I did it and I played a sound bath and um they all loved it. Everyone relaxed and felt um, the healing. And it was a time where, you know, I mean, we always need uh, he healing and, and nourishment for our soul. But especially during COVID, um, it was so essential for people to just take a, a few minutes to, to breathe and turn inward and let go of some of the noise and media and fear and um and just be in um and a relaxing healing space and also to be in some semblance of community again even though we were just you know seven people in the backyard with masks on like it felt nice to be together again so from that one sound bath um I started doing more, inviting those same friends and a couple others. And then they would ask, can I bring my husband or my kids or, you know, friends? And um, so I started just playing those. And it has been such a blessing for me to share that stuff. And then, you know, from what people say, they, they love it and they keep coming back. So um in a weird way um that was one of the silver linings of the pandemic for for me for my practice for sharing healing and um for my community i think i love that story and uh it reminds me of my first experience in a sound bath and it was before the pandemic and it was in a room and they put on these beautiful blue lights and it looked like that you were kind of like in the water with the lights they were putting up on the ceiling. And I took my husband with me and it was so beautiful. It really feels like you're in this, it is like a bath of love and yes. <laughs> and just these beautiful vibrations going through not only your hear, not only from hearing them, but through your body. 
And it was just such an amazing experience. And that from there, I got hooked where I was like, I want to do this again. And so how, in your words, how do sound baths affect us? What benefits do they have? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many. Um, So essentially, um, a sound bath impacts our whole self. So the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Um, And as I say to people, when they come, each sound bath, sound healing experience is different. Um, It's different for each person, but it's also different every time you participate, you go. Um, But essentially, it relaxes the body, calms the mind, clears the subconscious and activates our natural um, healing and immune systems in the body. So, so as I said, it kind of like addresses the whole of us. Um, And on sort of a bit of a scientific uh, explanation, what it does is it activates our parasympathetic nervous system. So it takes us out of our Uh, fight or flight or freeze response, which is um, how we're kind of operating most of the time, unfortunately. And during a sound bath, much like in meditation, if you can get to a meditative state, um, you're going into the rest and repair mode um, of the nervous system. So activating that, that part that allows you to really relax and allows for um, a rebalancing and regenerating, nourishing and healing of the body and the mind and the emotions and the spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, it's just a super, you know, super relaxing, but also, as you mentioned, it's, it's beyond even the sounds. I mean, the sounds are usually relaxing and, and harmonious, but sometimes there's dissonance. And some of that is on purpose because like with most healing modalities, um, you have to get through some layers and that can be a little uncomfortable. But if you allow, uh, and also just on a, on a cellular level, the vibrations go inward and uh, permeate not just your consciousness, but the subconscious and the cellular level and the organs, um, it brings you to a healing um, and repair state, which is super beneficial on every level. I love that. And I didn't know about all of that. So (laughs) (laughs) now yeah and as I always say too at the end of sound baths like you know people often feel very relaxed Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes um you can have insights and um or like go in and out of a dream state different levels of consciousness um you know, and for some, you know, even even uh, experienced sound bathers, um, there are times when like, you know, they just couldn't get out of their monkey mind, but hopefully they were able to relax a little or if someone's really tired, they might fall asleep and take a nap. But but I always say whatever the experience is, um, 
it's for their highest good and highest healing. And I truly believe that because the sounds, the vibrations, the frequencies are still doing what needs to be done, whether or not we are fully aware of it. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And you also do Reiki healing. Can you explain that to our audience? Not everybody knows what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Reiki is, um, a healing modality that was originated in Japan. And, um, Incidentally, I also lived in Japan for seven years um, as uh, in in my teens, and um, Reiki was one of the healing modalities I was drawn to um, when I decided to kind of dive into the healing arts. Um, so maybe it was a coincidence, maybe not, because I had you know been in Japan and and love that culture and. An aesthetic. Um, but anyways, Reiki um, is translated to universal life force. Um, and it's um, divinely guided universal life force energy, which um, during a Reiki treatment, we um, as a Reiki practitioner, um, we serve as a conduit and a channel for this life force energy that is actually energy that animates all living beings um, and key in the word Reiki um, is the same as chi in Chinese medicine or prana um, in Sanskrit. And um, basically it's the energy that animates us. And in a treatment, in a Reiki healing treatment, what we're doing is we're channeling this energy to unblock and rebalance the energy within the body. So different things can cause stagnation or blocks um, within our key or our life force energy. And during a, a healing session, uh, we're simply um, channeling that energy to unblock and realign and recalibrate, reset us to our optimal energetic state. And when we're in that state, similar to, you know, when we can really meditate and release our monkey mind or be in a sound bath and completely re release and relax, um, healing can happen. And in Reiki, um, that universal life force, Reiki energy ha also has its own intelligence. So whether we know what our issue is, whether it's physical or emotional or um, something else that's causing trauma or discomfort or dis-ease, Reiki energy with its own intelligence flows to those places and helps to heal them. Um, so same with any healing modality, each treatment, each session can, can be very different. Um, I've had clients have massive breakthroughs and realizations about things from their childhood, old trauma, generational things, um, you know, and also releasing pain from their body um, inexplicably, or, you know, or we understand the Reiki is doing that. Um, so it's a, 
and and on the surface level it's also super relaxing and um and nourishing and just soothing um so yeah that's i, I love i love sharing that healing modality too wonderful we've done retreats together um where our friend fairy teaches yoga you do the sound baths i do the art um, what impact do you think these modalities have on our creativity? I know because, you know, I've done the sound baths and I see what impact it has on my creativity, but for yourself, what, what do you think, um, how, how it impacts? Us? So I think, um, all of those elements that we've put into our retreats really help our participants and us tap into our authentic self. Um, you know, with fairies, beautiful yoga sequences, um, followed by sound bath, sound bath, we're connecting to both the body and our soul and spirit. And then your art class and the way you just gently guide people into um, that space with your beautiful meditation. Um, I think it it really opens people up and, and I think that creativity flows most easily when we're tapped into our unique authentic self <laughs> and our intuitive self. And I think in sort of, connecting with the body through yoga, connecting with the soul and the spirit through a sound bath, your meditation and your like really gentle guidance, because I know a lot of people, especially adults, like who are not artists have a little bit of a fear or they've forgotten how to create art, or we just think we're not good at it. Like, I know I had that, that little, like, the reaction or insecurity when I when you said you'll do the art class too and <laughs> I was like really like I don't, I'm not so good at that but but I think having that whole sequence of um you know opening the body opening the soul and the spirit and tapping in intuitively into ourselves really helps us to um let go of some of the insecurities and fears and and let our creativity flow because I'm sure you know I you tell us all we all we can all be creative yes. and you know we we all have it somewhere in us and it's mm -hmm. just kind of releasing some of those blocks and and insecurities that allows for the creativity to flow yeah I agree and in my experience when I would do yoga with fairy years ago Afterwards, I would feel so inspired because not only was she doing the yoga, but she was do she had music and I love music and sound. And then afterwards I would talk to her and then, you know, I would ask her, will you model for me and do these yoga poses? I want to paint them. I want to take pictures. And then that went into doing body art. Like, I, and I feel that started from doing these yoga classes because I would have these images and you know, I guess, again, like those downloads that would come to me during the class while we were doing the flows, you know, the vinyasa flow. And then 
you know, when I started working with you and we were doing the retreats and I was able to enjoy the yoga and sound bath and the combination of that, it was like this power booster, you know, like where, like you said, your mind, body, and spirit, like it just helps um, inspire and guide and increase the creativity. That was how I felt. And I feel it does help unblock people and kind of bring down the nerves of, oh, I can't do this, or I'm afraid or, you know, to create something new. Um, it, it makes it easier well, what I've noticed than like jumping into the art class right away um yes. so yes. it's it's been so beautiful working with you and you know of course with Barry I've been working with her for years but it's been such a nice addition to have you there and mm -hmm. um the, the the retreats have been magical like, oh, <laughs> yes for sure and thank yeah. you so much I feel like touching back on something I said earlier you know like um, in sort of embracing a new path and everything like can be, you know, a little challenging and lonely and, you know, certain people who knew you as, you know, doing what you were doing or being who you were being before sometimes have a hard time or just are not aligned anymore with like the new path and your new being self. Um, but new people come in and, and aligned opportunities and experiences um, come to fruition. And I think that that uh, a friend introducing us, me to with you and Fairy um, was really one of those like beautiful um, divine alignments and, and connections um, on this new path that that I'm on and you guys have been doing it, you, your things a little longer maybe, but, um, but, you know, it's one of those blessings that came with um, leaning into um, what I feel is my purpose and what I am doing. And then from that, we create things that an experience for other people experiences for people. And, um, and I feel it's so magical and so beautiful. And I'm so excited about our upcoming yes. um, uh, experience retreat that we're doing for an organization that supports and helps um, women living with cancer. Yes. Um, uh, living Foundation for Living Beauty. Yeah. And um, to me, that's just like the epitome, being able to share all of our healing modalities with people who are truly going through, you know, really, really challenging times um, is such a gift. And I'm so happy that I get to do that with you and with Fairy. It's Absolutely. Us too. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And I know it's going to be wonderful. So do you have any words of wisdom for our audience and finding their true purpose in their life? Wisdom. I mean, what I would say is give yourself time in stillness. 
there are so many distractions these days and they are so tough to quiet down. But even if just starting with like a five minute, just sitting and breathing in peace and stillness will begin to let you hear the whispers of your soul. I truly, truly believe that. And it might take some time. And, um, and so I would um, recommend being patient. And if you can't sit still, then even just a solo walk, maybe without um, your phone. <laughs> I mean, I know it's hard. Um, or maybe with just some music that doesn't necessarily have lyrics that you're listening and, and, and absorbing, but allowing your spirit to speak and your soul and your um, higher self to come through. And I think really some quiet and stillness um, is needed for that. And I know it's hard and I know that um, together with all the things in our lives, social media really steals a lot of our stillness and peace. Yes. Um, uh, but to have a little discipline to just give yourself that gift of, of peace and serenity and stillness, you will start to hear the whispers and, um, and just listening to them. And then even if it's a little strange or weird taking inspired action on the on those whispers and it doesn't mean you have to like quit your life and quit your job and move to a desert island or anything but um to to listen and to explore and um to be gentle with all of that and um and yeah just take baby steps but do take them because um, the reward is amazing. And, you know, and, you know, maybe there isn't just one purpose, but to find a, call, a calling for a time um, is incredible. And if you can truly find the, your purpose or unearth it, I mean, it's there. It's just, it gets bogged down um, is a blessing. Yes. And I really, really wish it on everybody yeah. to find it. Me too. And I just love that hearing the whispers of your soul. I always talk about it that way too. Um, you, you just hear this whisper. And when I interviewed Fairy, she said the same thing. She kept getting these whispers, these nudges to go into teacher training for yoga. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't stop coming. So when when you get that nudge, that whisper, go do this, go do, and it keeps coming to you. Just take action, mm -hmm. and you never know what might come out of it. Uh, I've seen so many people who they just took that next step, and then sometimes it might not be what you thought of, and but you have the choice to do something else. It's not like, that's it. <laughs> if you make this decision, and I think a lot of people get trapped in that, 
like, oh my gosh, if I do this, it'll take so much of my time. And what if it doesn't work out? What if, what if, what, what if it does work out? What if you learn something from it? What if you gain a friend from it? What if um, someone leads you into uh, an even better path or who knows, like the possibilities yeah. are endless. Mm -hmm. So just, just jump in, do it. <laughs> And yeah and let go of uh of some of the perfectionism that yes. I feel like a lot of us have 100%. um you know I mean I still have it but I feel like the times when I let it go a little bit like when I wasn't ready to do my own sound bath and I did because I, I was afraid it wouldn't be great and would be perfect and what will people say and um but I did it anyway. And I feel, yeah. um, I feel like it wasn't perfect, but it was good enough. And it helped me take the next step. And it also, you know, was helped other people yeah. in the process. So, um, so that's something I'm still working on. And actually being on this podcast was letting go of a little bit of that too, because this is the first one I've done. I've had a couple of other friends ask me to be on their podcast, but you know, I've been putting them off, but <laughs> I knew you were amazing at it. So I just said yes I'm and honored. I know it's not perfect and I'm sure you're going to have to edit out some pieces, but um, but I'm glad I did. Yay. Oh, great. <laughs> so great. <laughs> so where can people find you? Where can they, if they're in the Los Angeles area, mm -hmm. maybe take a class with you? Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, um, I am most active I think on Instagram and um, I'm at Rona Rodrig R-O-N-A-R-O-D-R-I-G um, I also have a website but I am currently revamping it and it's uh, RonaRodrig.com um, and uh, I think yeah you can just uh, message me on on Instagram um, and, uh, I don't put all of my, um, events and offerings on there, but if you message me, I will add you to my distribution list and I do uh, backyard sound baths, um, once or twice a month. I also do private events where I'll like go play a sound bath at other people's backyards or events. I've played at schools, high schools where, you know, high school students these days are super stressed. Um, yeah. So um, it's a great, um, you know, it's great to introduce them to sound healing, which is a pretty accessible healing modality. And it's been amazing to, uh, to play for some high school juniors and seniors and help them relax a little bit. Um, so I do that kind of stuff. Um, and then private Reiki sessions are out of my um, home uh, office practice in Brentwood in LA. And you can also uh, reach out to me um, on Instagram for um, to ask about those. Um, and then I also, I mean, energy travels. So um, I do Zoom and online sessions as well. So you don't have to be in Los Angeles uh, to yes. connect. 
Wonderful. Thank you for being here with me today, Rona. And it's just been such a pleasure getting to know you. And through this, I got to know you better. I've known, I know we've known each other for um, a few months now. And I just love working with you. I love talking with you. I love your energy. And you're just such a wonderful soul. And I'm honored that you're here with me and we work together and um, we have this friendship now. So thank you. Thank you so much, Cheryl. It's been such a pleasure. And thank you for making me feel comfortable and your questions. And, um, and I know this uh, getting to know each other and being introduced and everything was meant to be. And uh, I'm looking forward to everything we're going to do and create in the future. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. If you want to see more of my work, you go to CherylBenji.com. And if you want to set up a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me, you can go to my website and fill out the contact form and I will get back to you right away. We could do a 15-minute session to see if we are a match. And if you would like to join my Creative Spirits Facebook group, please do or Saturday Night Live Art Show's Facebook group. We would love to see you there. And please comment and share this podcast with anyone who you may think might be interested because I really do feel that it's important to have this ripple effect of light and goodness and beauty and just spread the magic. Until next time. Thank you.